If you've ever been to our Art Study Center, then you've worked with our collections assistants. The Art Study Center, where visitors can make appointments to see art not currently on view in our galleries, is one of the things that makes the Harvard Art Museum special and something we've all really missed during the pandemic. For today's episode, I spoke to Liz Sarine, one of our collections assistants, about her career path, her training, and why she loves her job. My name is Elizabeth Sarine. Um, I go by Liz. I work in the study center in under collections management at the Harvard Art Museums. I started back in 2015 and have been working there ever since. Um, I started as an art handler um, and I'm now a collections assistant. Can you tell me a little bit about what an art handler does? Yeah, so our main job is to make the the collections accessible. Um, All of the work that's currently in storage, if people want to come and see works that um, that are not on view in the study center, we facilitate viewing sessions Everyone from students um, at Harvard, students in the Boston area, to professors and people from the public. And we provide access and sit with people during their uh, their viewing sessions. Cool. So you must have a lot of training in how to handle materials or different materials. Yeah, we um, the conservation labs are incredible. They've taught us everything we know from handling um, works on paper to, to scrolls and folding screens and sculpture and books. So it, all of our training has been done in-house and it's just great to work with our colleagues on that level and um, just learn more from them. Yeah, that's really amazing. That must have been fun. So it was awesome. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we do refresh sessions every year and it's just nice to just like connect again and, you know, brush up on skills and everything. Yeah, I'm sure. So going back a little bit, um, when you were younger, were you interested in museum work or is it something that sort of found you along the way? Um, I actually, my parents always took us to museums when we were kids and I, I didn't, I was not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, I liked the art museums, but the, um, but other type of, types of museums I wasn't as, as interested in at the time. Yeah. But, but no, I, I love photography. And I, when I was in high school, I, did a, an apprenticeship um, with a photographer at, at a museum in Hartford, uh, the Wadsworth. And it was just a great experience. And walking around the museum that summer, I really kind of fell in love with art museums. And I went to Syracuse in upstate New York. I went in undecided with the hopes of going into a photography program and maybe mixing it with the photojournalism aspect. I was applying to work study jobs and there was one in the art and music histories department. I applied for it and scooped it up and I spent four or five days a week just scanning like art history textbooks for the professors. I was like notoriously slow because I would flip through them, but I would kind of like read or skim as I went. And the head of the department kind of picked up that I was moving kind of slowly. So he came over one day and was, we were just chatting a bit and he, he like, told me to come to his office after my shift was done. He gave me some art history books just to take home and look at. And he was like, just see if you, if you find them interesting, you know, we do have intro courses that you could take and it would fulfill another requirement, but it could just be something of interest for you. I took the books home and we're like flipping through them and, and then signed up for the, for, it was like a intro to just like an intro to art history. And then I kind of, I fell in love with it. So Wow. So that professor kind of like guided you in this direction. Mm -hmm. She actually came to the study center um, like four years ago. He's a, he was recently 
a painting that we just acquired in our collection. And yeah, it was just, it was so funny, but it was full circle. Well, that's so fun. So started sort of on the photojournalist track, ended up more on the art side of things. So did you graduate with an art history major? Yeah, I, I double majored. Um, I loved uh, anthropology classes too. Um, so I, I double majored in uh, art history and anthropology. And um, yeah, and then I, after that, I, I moved uh, back to Hartford and worked at a small um, American art museum, the New Britain Museum of American Art um, as a uh, project manager for an NEA grant they recently, they were recently given at the time. So I basically photographed the collection and digitized a bunch of records for, for their collection, which is very small. It was like 20,000 works, but, but there was two of us working on that project, which was a great experience kind of right after school. Yeah. And very like hands-on and practical, I imagine. Yeah. Can you say just a little bit about um, kind of why digitizing art is important? Yeah, it's great to have that information just kind of in the public trust, just so people can research, just like research and look at provenance and kind of understand how art moves and how it gets to where it ends up, but it's almost its journey getting there. And the museum I was working at, they were pretty liberal with their digitizing. So they made a lot of records and correspondence between donors and uh, the museum at the time when things were accessioned public. So it was, it was really interesting to see kind of the journey of how an artwork got into the collection. And it's, it's like back history and story. So going through those on my end was really interesting because, you know, you got to see, like, we didn't, we didn't publicize any of the loan records or any of that stuff, but, um, but just kind of seeing the full file and like an object's history is, it's just, it's so fascinating. It it creates like a bigger picture and just, it like breathes more life into the artwork in a way. Yeah, that's really interesting. I think that's one of those things that when I, I I think in, I think it was my senior year, I had to do like a semester on provenance and I thought it was so painfully boring and I hated every second of it. And it wasn't until I started working for the museum that I was like, oh, this all makes sense to me now. Like I fully understand why this is so vital. And I, you know, now I find it really interesting. Oh, it's the coolest. Yeah. And you can just, with, with all the provenance, you can see what, you know, what was displayed and with other artwork in different galleries at different times and how, like who would have seen it and how they were influenced. And it's just, yeah, it, it just creates like such a bigger story and picture. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for, uh, for explaining. So you worked in Hartford doing this digitizing project. And from there, um, what was your next step? Yeah, so our, um, we finished our grant in two years on time, which was surprising given like the amount of work that we had to do. But Given the volume. Yeah, but um, we actually finished a little early on the job and it was great because I was able to just kind of tag along with the preparator and the registrar for the rest of my term and just got to see like what they do on a day-to-day basis. So it was um, I, then I got like really exposed to, um, just like the inner workings of like 
a registrar and a preparator and exhibitions in that way. Um, but when the grant wrapped up, I was applying to jobs um, kind of all over, but mostly in New York. Um, and my uh, my previous boss sent me the posting for Harvard, and then I applied, and the rest was history. <laughs> Going back to the Art Studies Center, can you just say a little bit about what the Art Studies Center is and what you do there? Because I think it's one of those things that, like, for our visitors, once you know, you know, and we have a lot of repeat <laughs> visitors, but a lot of people haven't been to the Art Studies Center. Yeah, so the Study Center is situated on the fourth floor um, within the Harvard Art Museum's main building, and it's a space to look at works that aren't currently on view, which I think the majority of our requests are works on paper being, and it's a space that the majority of our requests are from Harvard affiliates. So either internal museum staff or, or professors coming to teach their classes within the study center. But we also get um, individuals from the public that want to come and look at things that aren't on view, which is which is really it's really cool that that we can offer that service as well. Just kind of opening up, opening up to everybody who wants to come and look at at works of art. That's very cool. (laughs) I've been in the Art Study Center sometimes when there's three drawings on view and I've been in there when like it's packed and essentially looks like a gallery in itself so it's very varied with with the amount of artwork and requests that come in right which means that you get to work with a really wide variety of of works from our collections my favorite part about working in the study center is just the range of individuals that come there's people from the public that just want to see art from a certain artist or learn more about a certain artwork and have little or no experience with that and then there's individuals from institutions all over the world that are leaders in their field that come to look at art as well so it's just the range of individuals is really humbling and the fact that everyone can kind of have the same opportunity in that space is i think what makes it such an incredible program well thank you that was a really nice answer. Do you have any favorite works of art at the museums? Just one? <laughs> I know it's a tough question. No, no. <laughs> Honestly, any drawing from the Abrams collection is just a- George Abrams collection in general is so incredible and massive. There's so many Dutch drawings that are just that are beautiful in his collection that I really enjoy. Another artwork that I love, there's a massive Frankenthaler painting, Helen Frankenthaler, um, at our offsite facility. And it's it's gorgeous. I'm not sure it's ever been on view, but I've never seen it. I'm jealous that you have. Uh, it's it's beautiful. She's been one of my favorites for a long time now. So yeah, it's a favorite painting of mine. What advice might you give people looking to do the kind of work that you do and are trying to kind of enter the field? I would say if you have any interest at all in working in museums, be it an art museum or a historical house museum, natural history museum, I would just say try to get as much experience as early and as often as you can. Um, be it in, in high school or in college. I think one thing we've been discussing as, as a museum whole and our all staffs um, since the summer is just the aspect of kind of unpaid internships. And I, I hope that museums find a way to offer paid internships for people that are just interested because it makes it makes entering the field definitely a little more challenging. And I'm sure that I work with a lot of people in collections that I, I know they've worked uh, full-time, full-time unpaid internships and have worked jobs on the side. It's kind of just a thing that everyone, I feel, I shouldn't say everyone, but that has been common in the past. It is a tricky field because intern, I think internships and volunteer work is a little harder to come by in collections just because of security and 
you're working in such a close proximity to artwork, but even like historical societies, galleries, and I would just recommend honestly trying all of it from art museums to science to natural history. And yeah, I also feel like reach out, reach out to people there. I emailed as many people as I could find, honestly, when I was living in Hartford and people are, are so willing to talk about what they do and, and try and help, help you if they can. So it's, um, yeah, I would just, just try to volunteer and, and get some internships. So I hope that there's room for that to change in the future. I hope so too. It's definitely a really brutal barrier to entry Yeah, in a field that already can feel, I think, just so inaccessible and, mm-hmm. and cut off real world jobs. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's very true. I think the one really cool aspect of it, or just working in museums in general, is that there's so many different paths to even getting into museum work. Um, and I think that, that that's what makes it really appealing to, to different people. I mean, with, within the Art Study Center group, there's five of us, five collections assistants, and we, sorry, there's six, <laughs> but we all come from very different backgrounds. There's people who have come from auction houses, someone who worked in a gallery previously, people with fine arts shipping experience. Another colleague of mine ran the shop at MassArt for undergrad art students. So it's really, there's no, we all have different backgrounds. And I think that's what makes us work really well as a whole together. And we can learn from each other in so many different ways. But I think that one appeal of working in museums is that you don't have to have a very straightforward um, kind of like pedigree to getting into it. You can you can do different things and approach it in a different way. Do you have access to on-the-job training if you need it? Does most of your training still come from um, from colleagues or is it kind of unnecessary at this point? No, I think most of like, like art handling experience. Yeah. Most of it comes from comes from in-house from the conservators, I would say mostly, or uh, or curatorial in certain departments as well. Thinking more towards Asian and Mediterranean with um, Asian works on paper. Sometimes the curators have, have helped us, but I would definitely say there are there's videos on uh, that we that we reference from time to time online that the Smithsonian puts out um, their art handling videos. So I think there's there's definitely a way to just kind of look like just by Google searching kind of what what people do and how you learn how to do it. There's resources there as well. Nice. That's good to know that people can find those if they're looking for them online. Like I guess almost everything else these days. (laughs) Is there anything that you find particularly challenging about your job? Um, Maybe now that it's changed because of the pandemic (laughs) or just in general? I would say um, pre-COVID, I think the most challenging thing was just trying to balance what needed to get get done because we we do work across so many spaces and there's so much art movement going on in the museum, just prioritizing what needs to get done first and foremost. That's that's challenging uh, towards the beginning of the job. Um, As time goes on, we get a little bit more, we have a deeper understanding of what kind of needs to get prioritized. But during during COVID, I would just say kind of just similar what what needs to be prioritized it's, and, and just trying to get that done safely, quickly and efficiently. And just understanding that this is a time where we can't do everything. We need to do do what we can in the little time that we have and in the building and save the rest for when things hopefully go back to what normal will be. 
Fingers crossed. <laughs> what qualities are important to being a collections assistant? I would say working throughout high school and college where I worked a lot of customer service jobs, like in restaurants or in retail. And I think that it's a very customer service oriented job. You're, just, you're working with people all the time. And I think if you're someone who loves being around people and meeting new people and just kind of working with them, I think that you would do very well in, in a study center capacity. Also working on a team, we were constantly working together, collaborating, and we're never, it's never one man for themselves. It's really, teamwork is, is really important in our, in our capacity. So I think someone who just likes to work with other people and enjoys being on your feet and just being adaptable is, I think would do really well. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, I guess your job is really incredibly social. Yeah. Just through COVID, we were working together all day long. So yeah, it's never... There was, I can't really count the amount of times that I was working by myself for days on end. I don't think that's ever happened. So, right. <laughs> unless you're like always meeting new people and then often with them in the art study center for long periods of time, right? While they're mm-hmm. examining art. Exactly. Yeah. That's so interesting. Um, when I talked to Michelle in Toronto, she said the exact same thing. She said, mm-hmm. you know, I had I had many retail jobs for this and I think it prepared me better than any of my other training pretty much. Oh, 100%. I absolutely agree with that. You just learn to talk to people and, and work with people. I think it, it creates a, just a well-rounded experience. Is there anything else that you want to say about your job or about your um, your experience working at the at the art museums? Just that I, I just love working at the art museum. It's definitely been one of my favorite positions. The team, just the individuals at the museum are really wonderful. There's just so much to learn from one another, and I feel like I've I've experienced that a lot in my time in the study center. So yeah, I just I really enjoy being a part of the museum family. Thanks for listening to a closer look. Be sure to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and sign up for our newsletter. See you next time!